Today on the Diz List, we discuss our best non-park things to do at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and we discuss our best non-park things to do at Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage, anchor.fm slash the DizList. That's anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list. So I posted some questions on our Instagram page. Yeah. And because we were kind of scrambling this morning. Yeah. We, we, we got a lot of, to talk about in this, this first half of the episode yeah. here. Um, I posted some questions because I wasn't sure if we were going to have to do like a question and answer. Nick does this episode alone. Yeah. It was almost a, a Nick solo episode. Um, Rob's voice was this morning. It was horrible. Like, you can hear me now. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of grunge to my yeah. voice. Like, you maybe hit the distortion pedal and yeah. then turned it down to one. Like, this distortion pedal was turned up to, like, eight. Oh, yeah. Eight. I mean, you sounded... I mean... I was no, like a chainsaw You sounded awful. I sounded awful. I did. Yeah. We're like, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. But then yesterday, normally we will record the day before, and I s- sounded okay yesterday i'm like eh, i don't know if it's gonna work and then this morning oh wow it was human chainsaw and and i just blasted through it i taught a full day of school today and i don't know i just you, you sound great compared to this one i mean i don't know <laughs> like for me sitting in here i'm i don't notice that it's off because i know how bad it was this morning yeah the listeners might think you sound <laughs> off right now but i'm telling well, you it's way better oh my it was crazy. I did a quick sound check just to make sure that the mics were working, and I listened. I go, oh, geez, wow. Okay. <laughs> this morning was really bad. Anyway, so uh, uh, so Nick came in to, to chat with me this morning, and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do, and we kind of came up with a, a cool idea. So why don't you elaborate? I'm actually excited I get to do this with you. Yeah. So I just posted some questions. I posted like a ask us anything sort of thing on our Instagram story. We got some really cool feedback. Some of them... I'm not answering solely because um, we're going to steal your questions for episodes. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I love the fact like somebody, that people chime, chime in and say, hey, what about this or yeah. what about that? Top five Mickey-shaped foods. Definitely going to do that one. Cool. Top five rides that should be a movie. Oh, love oh yeah. That's going to be, totally, be a long one. Totally. Like, thank you guys so much for giving us these ideas. Um, but I do have a couple of questions that I thought we should answer because they're kind of fun. Sure. What'd you get? Um which was the hardest or the most debated list to make? And that comes from Park Parents Collective over on Instagram. The hardest one, I think we would probably both agree that the hardest one to do is a is a worst for something when there isn't anything that's really bad in our eyes. Yeah. What's well, kind of why we stopped doing the worst ones. It's yeah. like there's not a lot not of good. Yeah. They're like they're not good to do. They're not fun to do. It's more fun to just do the dishonorable mention. Yeah. Um. Because the Magic Kingdom worst was so difficult. Yeah. I, it's <laughs> it's the stinkiest ride. Yeah. If yeah, you listen to the Speedway. Yeah. And then I, t- there aren't too many others. 
I mean, other people have their opinions. You know, yeah, I mean, we hate... made people mad because I put, I mean, we had to put things on the list that people love because we love them too. But yeah. it's, I mean, the worst, it just means it's at the bottom of the list. You know, and, and I think a lot of times too is you have people that go to Magic Kingdom for the first time and go on Small World and, and they hate it. But I mean, there's so many reasons to like a ride like that. So I, I know I'm just using that as one example because. I know there's a lot of hate for rides like that or like Carousel of Progress, but I don't know. It's all part of the the overall tapestry that's woven together that is uh, the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, like when I think about it, it's kind of like picking, like saying, okay, you have to pick the world's five worst golfers, but you can only pick from the PGA. It's right. like, well, wait, they're, well, you all, can't. they're yeah. all professional golfers. They're yeah. way better. Like, you can't pick that. Um, so I kind of feel that way about those. So I would say though that I agree with Rob that anytime we have to do something where it's the worst. Yeah. Um, and then we got a, another one from a friend like Alan, what's your favorite Easter eggs in the parks? And we came up with a few that, that we like, mm-hmm. um, Rob, you want to tell us yours? Yeah. My favorite Easter egg is, um, it's a nostalgia one. Again, if you're just listening for if the first time listener, I, I grew up going to the parks my whole life. I had a relative that worked there, and we would go every year. And one of my favorite rides, and I guess still is, really, is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Now, there's nothing really that crazy about it. You know, it's a lot of flat and 2D and neon, and Mr. Toad dies and goes to hell, which is kind of funny, too. But if what they, it's it's real. It's kind of funny. It's true, though. I love how you say it. It's kind of funny. He went to hell. I know. That's what's great about it. The devil's in there, and oh, it's 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 cool. Kids ride, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then Disney decides to make the change and switch it to Winnie the Pooh. There were a lot of people upset by this, but you know, if I'm being fair, probably there were more people excited about it. Right. And I think there's a a minority of people that wanted to keep with the original Mr. Toad. I get it, but when you ride Winnie the Pooh's, what is it? The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, or is that the one on the West Coast? I think it's I just, many adventures. Of I think it is. Yeah. So when you ride that ride and you begin and you, it's not at the very beginning of the ride. When you first go through the doors, you go through one room and then you look to the left and there's actually a, a framed image on the wall of mm-hmm. Mr. Toad. And I think he's, he's he handing over the, the deed. deed. Yeah. Yeah. To, I don't know if it's owl or who it is. I should know that, but I'm always looking for Mr. Toad. And every time we turn, we go on the ride, I turn and go, there's Mr. Toad. Well, what about your favorite ride and the, and the, the Easter egg over at your favorite ride? My favorite ride. What does this have to do with, wait, what are you talking about? Isn't, isn't on there a mansion? A, isn't there a the tombstone? Ring? No. Isn't there a tombstone up in the, that's a Mr. Toad. Oh like, yeah, there is. Like, I the haunted mansion. Uh, it's then, a dead ride. Well, then I, I need to talk about the ring now too. That I mentioned that. So if oh, you're man. if you're wait, do you know this one? Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. Well, you're waiting in line, and if you're looking on the ground, and I've never actually seen this, but I've I've seen it on YouTube, and I've seen images of it. That there's a ring, kind of embedded into the concrete, and people believe that it's the ring of the wife, the woman who is in the haunted mansion whose husband is either murdered or died, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of up to you what you want to go with. But uh, somebody's thought online is it just used to be a pole that they chopped off. So it was just like this metal pole that now looks like a ring that they turned into this, you know, this whole thing. Anyway, but if it, once you get off the ride of Haunted Mansion and you look to the left, 
Uh, it's a little further around. Directly to the left, they have that like big tombstone wall. We took a photo of our kids there. If you go a little further around the corner and you look up, they have the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. And one of the pets in the pet cemetery is a there's Mr. Toad up there at the top. It's like a little uh, statue. And I know you have one too. Yeah. So mine is the pipes and dinosaur. I hate the ride, but I think it's kind of funny that the the pipes and dinosaur uh-huh. are for a ketchup, mustard, and mayo. And I was reading on, like, so I was like, I wonder, like, how accurate the rumor about the chemical stuff is. Yeah. So, like, this guy, I I, I was just looking at the website just yeah. a moment ago, um, actually went and looked up whether or not it was true about the whole, like, the chemical compounds. This is on... Um, uh, just Disney World. What's it? What is this called? So, Disney World blog. But basically, wh- he looked it up. The chemicals that are there, and there's like one is like the red one has sugar syrup or corn syrup. Yep. It's got uh, there's a red tomato. Pipe. It's got like the all red the pipe different, is all the different all the different stuff for ketchup. Then it's got all the different ingredients for mustard in chemicals, and it's got all the different ingredients for mayonnaise. The third one's mayo. Yeah. I don't know why in my mind I yeah. thought maybe it was green. It was relish or no, something. It's mayo. It's mayo. Okay. Um, I love mayo. But like the fact <laughs> that they did that <laughs> because it used to be sponsored by McDonald's. McDonald's so, yeah. So the, the fact that the Imagineers did that, I part of me doesn't think that the Imagineers would ever do stuff that cool again. I feel like they got to sneak that by Joe Rody. So Joe Rody's the Imagineer that I don't created know, man. most He's got a everything. Good sense of humor. I could see him getting. He, in, getting he does, but like everything ties into like keeping keeping the world a better place and animals. You and don't think that ketchup and mustard and mayo make the world a better place? Mayo does. I'm going to give you my short diz list on those. Mustard is definitely three. What? Yeah, wait till you hear my number two. Number two is ketchup. Number one is mayo. I would go... Mayo's my number one. I'd go one mustard, two mayo, three you go one. Wait, slow down. You're one mustard? Yeah, man. I love... This might be our most debated list we've ever had. Your number one mustard. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ketchup doesn't belong on, like, much other than French fries. See, I do I do mayo with French fries. Yeah, well, you're honorary Canadian now. Well, I no, I, I'm going to give No, no, no. For real, I started that no, when I went real, to I'm Europe. No, for real, I'm telling you. When a, I was in Europe, they didn't have ketchup on the tables. No, it's aioli, yeah. Yeah, so I would... They just had, mayo. Yeah, I would just have mayo when I was in Europe with my fries, because I couldn't eat anything. Since I'm gluten-free, like, I'm so nervous what I can order. I would just order pom frites, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Any, anyway, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, our uh, most debated list, there's your answer. Uh, the, the rankings of ketchup, yeah. mayo, and mustard. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, touch, we'll touch base on some of these other questions we got, because we did get some cool ones. Um, and we even got some, some recommendations, like some people want to hear more about park history. Which I know Rob is completely cool with going into some park oh, history. I love, so. I love all that stuff. So we'll definitely get into that. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll discuss some more of these in future episodes if we do an Ask Me Anything, and uh, we'll be right back after the Skittles halftime show. Do we have any performers this week? Barry White. Maybe we have Barry White perform. <laughs> that that actually sounded like. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back from our halftime show with Barry White. I can't believe that that you're friends with Barry White, Rob. Well, I had to pay him. We blew our whole budget on Barry White's performance. I mean, we get like a half a penny every time somebody streams this. So. I know. Please share our podcast, folks. <laughs> we, we need to be able to afford the Red Hot Chili Peppers for next episode yeah. when we talk about spicy foods. Yeah. <laughs> spicy foods, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I Why not? Know. I'm in a weird mood. I didn't get a lot of sleep in the bills lost. Yeah. So. yeah. so this week <laughs> we plan to discuss our top five non-park things to do. Um. Everybody, obviously, when they go to Disney, um, thinks you have to, you know, spend all this time in the parks. But with park tickets going up and up and up, um, I thought this would be a cool episode to do about, like, things you can do be really entertaining and just have fun that don't involve going into a park. And before I start, I'll, I'll say that you <clears throat> and I, Nick, have kind of a similar baseline for this, even though I've gone since, you know, late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s. The majority of the times that I've been to Disney, we've stayed with family. Right. Because my family lives in Orlando. Yeah, this is like the one thing that you don't have a ton more experience with. Right. So then we'd started staying at the resorts, and, you know, for the kids. I mean, we still would go and visit family. That We didn't cut that out of our trips. But we, we would start staying at the resorts just as a fun experience for our kids. And for us, obviously, too. Yeah. So I... I'm going to mention some things today that I have done. I've mentioned some things that I haven't and I'm looking forward to doing. But the other thing, too, I want to throw out there is when I first started doing this, we rarely even put in a rest day. We would just go hard. Oh, yeah. And we didn't have have an opportunity to do a lot of this. And then we realized, okay, we need a day to rest. We need a day to enjoy other things that are just not waiting in line and and melting in the heat all day long. Well, I think... What's important, too, is like, you know, I just said that we do it where, you know, you don't have to go to the park. But the other thing is exactly what you just said. It doesn't have to be a whole day of rest. Like, we don't take a whole day off of the parks, but we will do, like, today we're spending the majority of our day doing this. And we're going to jump into Magic Kingdom and watch fireworks. Or we're going to go over into World Showcase to get snacks during food and wine. But by doing that, by building these other things in... You don't get as worn down, and it actually still feels like a vacation. You're not yes. going home right. to then recover from your vacation. Go back to work so you can rest up from your vacation I that did. you That's went true. harder than you did at work. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> Well, um, my number five, I think, would be on a lot of people's lists. Um, and it's not it's not really my favorite activity to do in in life in general, but it's something I'll do when I'm there mainly because of the heat. And that is swim. So I don't love swimming. My skin doesn't react great with chlorine. And I know for a lot of times, and they actually changed this recently because I asked the lifeguard, they used to use bromine in their pools, which is, it's a chemical alternative to chlorine. And bromine is much easier on the skin, smells better, but it's more expensive. So the last time we were there, we were swimming in the Polynesian pool, and I kind of swam over to the lifeguard and just said, Hey, weird question. You know, I'm always throwing weird questions at people. Yes. Weird question, yes, but he does. <laughs> I do. I said, weird question, but do you guys use bromine in the pools or do you use chlorine? And they're like, we switched to chlorine. I'm like, ah, okay. I mean, I was fine. Like, I, mm-hmm. it dries out my skin or whatever, but uh, we, th- besides that, 
there's some really, really fun and great pools at Walt Disney World. Now, I don't know if you have this at all on your list, and I, bl- I don't want to blast through everything. So, n- no spoilers. <laughs> is this maybe on your list somewhere? It is on my list somewhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, feel free to stop me if I'm going, if I have too much that I'm sharing. No. I think, I think go share more. Share okay. what you want. All right. Well, I have, I have quite a bit here jotted down for this one. Um, one I'll skip because I know um, you're going to speak plenty on this particular pool, but... I would say one of the more underrated pools at Walt Disney World Resorts is the Art of Animation pool. Have you ever seen it in real life? I've not seen it in person. Oh, my God. I have heard multiple people it say the so same thing. It is so cool. So the actual pool itself is just like <clears throat> a pool, right? Yeah. But when you get there and you see the Finding Nemo pool or the Little Mermaid pool, they have these giant, and I mean by giant, I... I'm not really great at estimating height. Maybe a hundred feet tall <laughs> Ursula next they're to the not, pool. They're not a hundred feet tall. I don't tall. know. I, I just I prefaced it stories, by saying ten stories. Rob. I don't know. I I prefaced it by saying I can't estimate that stuff well. You can <laughs> you can specify, but they have these giant. Uh, I don't know what to call them. I guess sculptures of all of the different characters in the pool for Nemo, and then there's Ursula. I just I love that pool. It just. If you have younger kids or you're really fan of the Disney characters and you're really looking for that Disney feeling, I highly recommend that pool. It's very, very cool. Um, and I have a list of other ones that I really like, too. Um, but one other one I wanted to to mention that I have not been to that I've been looking forward to, and I am i don't know if you've been to this one or not. Have you done the Grand Floridian pool? Because I've only seen it. I've not done it. I can't. It looks can't. incredible. So they used to. Part of my DVC perks used to be pool hopping, and that's gone. Well, it's not gone. It might as well be gone. It's. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. But let's just say it doesn't really exist in the way that it used to exist. Okay. So no, I have never been to that pool. Doesn't it look amazing <clears throat> though? It looks. You know what I think is very interesting about about Disney, and I think they do it well. So. Art of animation mm-hmm. is very much geared to a family, right? Yeah. And so that pool is very geared to children. Yeah. Um, and as you move up from art of animation or value resorts, I'll, I'll say. Sure. Through the moderate resorts to the deluxe, the theming is there, but the style of the theming changes. True. So, like, I love the subtlety in a lot of the deluxe resort theming in the pools. The only one that I don't feel is subtle um, is Boardwalk, but it's it makes sense based on the based on the theme. And they redid that pool oh my God, within the, the last two years. Yeah, it Clown. Used, well, I don't know, listeners. <clears throat> do a Google search for what the Boardwalk pool. Just do a search for the Boardwalk pool, and two different things will yeah. come up. One is a nightmare clown, yeah. and the pool had this, like, it's supposed to be, you know, part of this carnival clown. It was, like, actually kind of scary. I'm going to be honest with you. Don't Google that unless it's, like, early If you're in afraid the of clouds, don't. If you're yeah. clouds. <laughs> my God. If you're, for, if you're afraid of clouds, don't go to Disney at all. There's clouds everywhere. <laughs> if you're afraid of clowns, don't Google yeah. the boardwalk pool. Yeah. yeah we, can talk, we can talk a little bit more about pools when we... Yeah, we'll talk about a little bit more yeah. about pools a little later. We will. We'll okay. transition into that. Did I have any? Yeah. I, I have like this giant list of all the pools I yeah, like. We can, um, you know, the moderates are decent too. I'll just give that honorable mention yeah. before you get to your five. 
Um, I've been to the Coronado Springs one. That one's a lot of fun. Uh, just don't climb up the side of the, uh, <laughs> did you know that from last summer? No. So they have a, I don't know if it's a, it's a Mayan temple, I think. Mm-hmm. And a kid got up on there and climbed up to the top. And it's hard to get up on there. I don't know how the kid did it, but that was a viral video from last summer about how a kid climbed up on the... Uh, Watch your kids, and, folks. Yeah. Pay attention what's going yeah. on. Yep. Anyway, so that's my number five. What'd you have for five, Nick? My five is actually free entertainment. Well, actually, no, it's free even if you're not on property because you can still do this stuff. Um, riding the monorail and riding the Skyliner can be very relaxing oh, yeah. and just like you get to see everything uh, i wouldn't recommend riding the monorail or skyliner in like peak times like what i mean by that is don't ride it right at park opening or right at park closing that's stupid because you're gonna get very frustrated <laughs> i'm waiting for you to get do the chip story again <laughs> we won't talk about the about the <laughs> um but the that was bad that's the worst i've ever seen any walt disney world transportation God, i, I um, love talking about that one the M- moving on the ride in the middle of the day or, you know, around dinner time or whatever, when it's a little bit less busy, especially the Skyliner, when you you and your family can just be you and your family in the Skyliner. You don't have to have multiple families in there, which yeah. they don't do frequently, but they do when it's at peak. Um, it's a great view. You're able to see everything. And I was shocked. I thought for sure that these Skyliners were going to be baking. I'm going to be up there baking in the sun. And don't, yeah, be, I w- don't, I mean, I won't lie to you. When you stop, if it stops and you're there for a while. It's a little it, steamy. It, it can get a little steamy if there's no cross, cross breeze. But yeah. when it's moving, I think it's completely, it's like being in an air conditioned vehicle. Yeah, actually. I was surprised. Um, so I think that just taking a moment to ride the monorail and ride the Skyliner, side note, making stops along the way where you can actually just see stuff other than the resort you're staying at. I think that is a great use of non-park time that's relaxing and you know allows you to see things more than the inside of your hotel room. And I will comment on that a little bit later, too. Okay. Sounds good. So how about your number four? My number four is mm-hmm. one of my favorite places, and... I like to do so many different things there, and that is, I'll get right to it, it's Disney Springs. Mm. Um, and I know this is a favorite of everyone, it's a, it's a great non-park thing to do for so many reasons. That Disney store, I mean, depending on the day, if it's if it's super crowded, it's it's frustrating. But if it is moderate to lower crowds, I could walk around and look at everything in that store. It's so much fun. And there's also a couple other little Disney stores that people don't know about. If you go further around, and I guess it would be, if you're looking north, it would be more to the east. Nobody around. nobody here has a human compass. Okay. So let's say if <laughs> Rob you're at is the... always quoting like north and east, like, and I'm always like, can you just tell me like where the landmark is? <laughs> like near what? No, I know exactly where he's talking about. I can't about, estimate height and I can't do anything <laughs> with numbers, but I can tell you what direction things are or... Uh, repeat a melody to you or or draw a cartoon character anyway so it's more towards like the rainforest cafe cafe that direction Mm -hmm. 
they have a few other little mini Disney stores there that uh, have kind of the vault collection. They're kind of specialty, right? They I mean, are. That's how, I, great. that's how I would call They're them. great. I love those. Uh, I wanted to mention also Uniqlo I like to go to. And Uniqlo is a great place, too, because they have a lot of really great um, Disney shirts there because they have kind of the license for that and a couple other things. But really interesting shirts that you wouldn't really see anywhere else. And they're cheap, too. They're only like $9.95 for those shirts. Some of them. Some of them are cheap, yeah. And the the artwork is nice on them. I had never heard of Uniqlo until... So, spoiler, uh, this is my number. This is... We matched up on this. Sure. So, so I'll just... Great. Um talk about it with you yeah um uniqlo i had never heard of till i went to disney and then now i see it everywhere like there's golfers that are like sponsored by yep. uniqlo um i think ten, they, i've seen a couple of tennis stars that are sponsored by uniqlo my first time i went to uniqlo was in toronto we we had gone up there on like a little mini vacation yeah. and they had a huge uniqlo store and we found all this disney stuff mm-hmm. and then when we saw that opened in disney springs we expected to see, and they have a gigantic oh, yeah. Disney section there. That's two stories. Yeah. That, that store is awesome. And I like my, that store. My favorite time going to, to Uniqlo, mm. we we ran into Tim Tracker there. Cool. I don't know if we have any listeners that um, follow Tim Tracker on social media. He's another Disney guy. He's one of my favorites and really, really nice guy. Um, other favorites there. I mean, there's so many restaurants. We have, I mean, you can elaborate more on the ones you like. I'll do the shout-outs of more of the... Like moderate gluten free ones that are a little more kid friendly that that my kids like. Um, I would avoid T Rex even though it looks cool because it's it's kind of a disaster and the food's not great. Uh, Blaze Pizza is really good. We actually have one in our city where we live. Uh, Deluxe Burger I really like. The kids like that a lot. But m- my favorite one that I've had is Frontera. Have you ever been there? I have not. I've heard really good things about oh, it. So good. Um, I've we heard really there. good things. Yeah. My wife and I went there for our anniversary because we went in, in August at one point, and uh, my aunt and uncle took the kids, my Orlando family, and we went there for our anniversary. Cool. We loved it. It was great, great food. Yeah. I mean, Disney Springs and the food. So, like for me, we we've eaten at a lot of the. Um, uh, We've eaten at mostly table service here. That's, right. And, and if you said, listen to this podcast, you know that <clears throat> Nick is more of the table service and we're more like the, you know, grab and go type mm-hmm. family, which is good. And that's why you get both of it from both of us. Yeah. So which ones have you been to? What do you recommend? So, I have not had a bad, hmm, I shouldn't say that. I have not had a disastrous meal at Disney Springs. Did you eat at T-Rex? I did not. I um, The, the new um, brew pub. The city house—I can't remember the name of it now. I'll, um, look, I'll look it up. Yeah, but either way, that one, that meal was not the greatest. It wasn't bad; it just wasn't the greatest. I mean, it was—I guess I have high standards when it comes to like a brew pub. Um, what I'm what I'm getting, it just—it's it, okay. Um, however, um, boathouse. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. Boathouse is the first thing that popped up. Yeah. Boathouse is ridiculous. My cousin good. says it's amazing. There. It is very good. And then also uh, Homecoming. Chef Art Smith's uh, Homecoming is really good. There's supposedly uh, a couple, quite a few gluten-free options there, yeah. too. Well, it's yeah, deep fried everything. City Works uh, Eatery and that's Poorhouse. City Works. Yeah. Um, Ooh, tacos. The, the, the thing that I'll say is that there's something for everybody there food-wise. Shopping wise, there's something for everybody there. Shopping wise, oh definitely, the Lego store is a is a don't miss for me. Oh, I, I um, forgot about that. That's 
That's um, like a must every yeah. single time for us. Girardelli is like where we go to get our souvenir that lasts all year. We get one of the biggest, like those biggest containers they have, pack that full buy that and like every once in a while I'm like hey you want to have a disney chocolate you know and you grab a chocolate that nice. you bought at disney that year um it's a really nice place to also just get away from like the the crowds and i know you're thinking well wait it's crowded there it is but it's not like disney parks crowded yeah like yeah. you can walk around there and there's always at least one or two stores in the immediate area that you're at that is not going to be slammed whether that be you go and roll the Disney, roll the Disney slammed. Okay, well, what if I go over to like the Christmas ornament place? Or what if I go over to um, the Star Wars? Uh, I think they call it, it's not Droid Depot, but there's a Star Wars themed right. store over, over there too. Yeah, over by where I was saying earlier, or the Pin, Rain, yeah. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, and there's like the pin trading store, uh, store, and or I guess, I don't know if you'd call that a true brick and mortar because it's almost like a, like a kiosk, which is yeah. a big kiosk. Um, so, I love going to Disney Springs. My family loves going to Disney Springs. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say it's a must-do. In fact, we, we kind of talked about our must-dos, right? Oh, it is for us, yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know that it's necessarily um, a must-do, but it's something that is a very good option when you're not wanting to be in the parks. I'm surprised you didn't mention something that you and your family did oh, at I'm, Disney I'm, Springs. I may about – maybe that's something I'm about to say right now. Is it? Go is ahead. it going to the movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just going to yeah. say that. So – I. It wasn't our most recent trip. It was the trip before, and it was really, really hot. And we needed a break, and we're big Marvel fans. So Black Widow had just come out, and we really wanted to see it right away. Mm -hmm. So we went over to that AMC theater, and we took an afternoon, and we went and watched Black Widow. It was great. Yeah. And it was nice and cool. It was air-conditioned. We got some some great snacks when we were there. So, yeah, that's what I was going to end with. I'm glad you brought that up. And you said you, you said it wasn't really that much more expensive than going to the movies here. No, it was weird. Like, I had to go back and look. It was, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly. Again, I, I'm not great I do with remember numbers, when you came back and told me. I was like, you're wrong. There's no way. That's what you pay in but Rochester. But I think I looked it up. And then you looked it up, and I was yeah. like, holy cow. Like, it was. It was that's cheap. reasonable. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, All right. Number you're on, three. You're on number three. Number three is similar to one that you said earlier, and it's an experience that I got to have, shockingly, for the first time on our last trip. And it's something I've always seen and always looked at and said, I always wanted to do that. And what that is, is a boat ride. Oh, I didn't even put that on my list as yeah. far as transportation. Yeah. So I had never done that before our last trip. And when we stayed at the Polynesian, we would take the boat to and from. And it was so nice and so relaxing. Now, I don't mean like General Joe Potter here, uh, like the big Not ferry, the ferry back You're and talking, forth. Yeah, no. Like a nice which little can, boat ride. Which, by the way, that can also be... A, a nice ride in the middle of the day when there's not a lot of people on it. Yeah. But it's not the same as riding one of the, one of the little, they're not friendship boats over at Polynesian, whatever they are, but like it the, was the, really yeah. nice. Yeah. So I, um, I, I looked up some notes here and there's three different boat rides that you can take that will take you to multiple resorts. It's mm -hmm. a long list, but I won't go through absolutely everything, but there's um, boats that go, Kind of in, our, they call it the Magic Kingdom Park Loop for the boats, mm -hmm. which will include, um, it says Fort Wilderness, but I know that there's a way that you can get through, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, Nick knows this, but I haven't really experienced this, so it's got to be over by Contemporary. There's a way you can get through, go out through the Contemporary and around so, to kind of Fort Wilderness and Wilderness yeah. Lodge. So I've definitely taken the boat from Magic Kingdom 
to Wilderness Lodge. You go by. It's kind of a cool ride because you get to go by the cabins, those really, oh, cool. really luxe like, uh, cabins that are at Wilderness Lodge. I took because when we were staying at the Poly our first year, we had dinner reservations over at um, the well, it used to be Whispering. Artist Point, it used to be Artist Point, but now it's um, Storybook Dining at Artist right, Point. Right, right, right. And so what we did is we took took the monorail over to Magic Kingdom. We got on a boat at Magic Kingdom and took the boat to Wilderness Lodge. So then we didn't cool. have to like get an Uber or something to go because you know it's not easy to go from resort to resort, but that's one way to do it. So there's a couple other boat rides too. Um, one, I, these other two I have not done, but I've seen them many, many times. One is they call it the the Epcot um, Hollywood Studios oh, area. Yep, those which, are those are fun. And I I'm told, and I haven't done this either. Can you take the boat from? And you've stayed at Beach Club. Can mm-hmm. you take the boat from Beach Club all the way over to Hollywood Studios? Yeah, and let That's me tell you, cool. Let me tell you, the, the drivers in the morning are hilarious. He was like rattling off trivia and telling jokes the whole what. It was like what Jungle Cruise should be. The guy was great. <laughs> um, so they're actually pretty fun boats to ride they're they're generally the there's usually two captains aboard or a captain and a first mate i guess you'd call it okay. but they're they're one's driving one's talking to everybody at least my experience on those boats so it's like captain <clears throat> and gilligan or <laughs> sure maybe the professor sure. maybe yeah. marion yeah the, the other one too and i i wonder if our if our friends did this recently, it's in the uh, the Disney Springs boat. You can go back and forth between Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Port Orleans. Um, so shout out to our friends that just got married. Congratulations. They just spent uh, a weekend, essentially. Yeah. Um, so congrats to them. I want to give them a little shout out here. Mm-hmm. They were at Old Key West or they're at Saratoga? Saratoga. Do you know if they took the boat? I don't believe they did. Should we do a call-in? No, we're not uh, going to call him right I can now. Text him. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I wanted to put Boat Ride in there. And you know what? It's so nice. It's so relaxing. And even if it's a really, really hot day, you know, you got a 90-degree Orlando day, you know, just being on the water is so much cooler and feeling that breeze and the smell. I loved it. Now, the first one I ever did is when we left Magic Kingdom. It was really late. Oh, yeah. It was maybe 10 o'clock. Well, it was the good one, and then we did the bad one where yeah. I got I got mad and decided to walk home. Yeah, and uh, I beat you there. That's a story for another day, too. Uh, so we took this boat ride at night. It was beautiful. So we, we got on the boat right outside of the Magic Kingdom, loaded the boat. They kind of drove around um, Seven Seas Lagoon, kind of over by... The Grand Floridian and just seeing the lights. The lights on oh from the water God, is God, it was amazing. beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, if you're in that area, and it's a free ride. I don't think yeah. we even had to prove that we were staying at the Polynesian. We'd nope. have to use our magic bands. So if you're, no matter where you're staying, if you're listening and you're, you're a Disney person, you want to take the boat ride, take the boat ride. Yeah. And you know, it's something you can do. Um, and it's entertainment. It's a non-park thing to do. I, yeah, we talked about it coming away from Magic Kingdom, but like I used it to go over to Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, um, I would totally ride the boat and just just to ride the boat from Beach Club over to Hollywood Studios and then come back and then go over like that. Why not? Um, it'd, be, it'd be a great night. And if you're you know if you're just a couple, if it's you know you and your spouse, go out and get dinner somewhere somewhere in that magic kingdom loop and go on a boat ride man there's that would be a great date night right there and it leads me to my number three. Oh, really I, really nice date really nicely not date night but oh. 
<laughs> Your but wife the, is like, no. But the um, <laughs> the the boats and the fact that they do go to multiple resorts, um, as well as the other stuff that we talked about, number five, which also go to lots of different resorts. Resort hopping is my number three thing to do at Walt Disney World. Um, I think you cannot have a better time outside the parks um, with as far as like really not have to spend a single dollar to to enjoy it. Yep. I don't know. Well, yes and no. You don't have to spend anything. Well, so you get a reservation, a dining reservation, and you don't need that. You don't need that. Not anymore. No. So you had to get a dining reservation to even show up at these places. No. Oh, okay. Not anymore. That's great. Um, so going out and going to these different resorts. When you're on the monorail loop, it's super easy. When you're over at Beach Club near uh, Beach Club or Boardwalk near the Skyliner, um, it's really easy. Well, Beach Club and Boardwalk are easy because you can walk them. Same thing really with Polly and uh, Grand Flow. Um, what I would say is that being able to see the different resorts and the different shopping they have, doing the window shop. You know, we talked about Disney Springs and seeing all the Disney stuff and spending all the time there. Going into the different resorts, each place has different themes in the uh, stores as well as in the resort. So, like... They have exclusive items. Yeah, like you can go... pins, magnets, And even non-Disney stuff. So, like Tommy Bahama. Well, you're going to go to Polynesian. If you go over to the Grand Floridian, you're going to get a different vibe and different types of stuff there. Yep. If you want pins, by the way, the best place I've found outside the parks to get pins is in the concourse at... Uh, the contemporary, really? Yeah, just outside of, uh, just outside of Fantasia. Uh, no, well, yeah, that is, that is. I think it's called Fantasia. But I think that's what's called. Just now. outside, just outside of uh, Chef Mickey's. But okay. yeah, like amazingly, like limited edition pins. Ooh. Like it's, it was. I think I posted on Instagram a while back. But um, resort hopping for me is a fun way to get to experience those resorts that I haven't yet stayed at or I won't stay at. So as a DVC member, I'm not going to stay at Art of Animation because. My DVC points don't work there. Yeah. And it's a silly use of my points to try to use them for cash. I guess I could rent my points out and then book a cash stay there. Um, but I'm not going to be staying there. I'm not going to be staying at uh, Caribbean Beach. I'm not going to be staying at Coronado Springs. So resort hopping affords me the opportunity to see those things and and do those, those types of things. Now, I mean, you've resort hopped before. You may hear from me more on this later. <laughs> okay. All right. This is one of my favorite things. Okay. But maybe not my favorite. Okay. Maybe my second favorite. So T- number tune two. in, folks. Well, well, that was <laughs> that was my number three. I know. So number so, yeah. so number two is what? <sighs> Jeez, you had to walk me into the spoiler, didn't you? Anyway, my number two, I'm guessing, is your number one. But we'll see. I'm guessing okay. that they're different. Okay, go ahead. All right. I'm my number two. Is eating at the resorts. I that's it, my two. Number two is your number two is not on my list. Really? Correct. Because I lump it into my number two as well. So oh, okay. All right, fair <laughs> it's enough. It's kind of lumped in. All right. So, so we kind of have the same number two. So yeah, I'll start and sort then of. you you jump in from there. So eating at the resort restaurants. I have not been to a lot of the restaurants, even though I have hopped around. The majority of the eating that we've done have been at the parks, and what we'll do a lot of times, too, is we'll get, like, we'll order, either we'll drive to Publix and get food, and we'll eat snacks there, 
but I'm really into lately is going to the different resorts and trying out their restaurants. Like I said earlier, I don't have a lot of experience with these different resorts because we've always stayed, um, I was going to say off campus, off campus, for real. (laughs) (laughs) We've stayed with family. That's a better way of putting it. Um, I had one of the best meals I've had in my entire life when we ate at Ohana. Um, and Nick will vouch for this. I, I it is unreal how much food I ate. Do you remember the plate of the shrimp? So I will say <laughs> that Rob got his money's worth. I don't. I don't know if there. If I'm sure someone has eaten more shrimp than him. Oh my God, it was so much. I will say that it was borderline embarrassing. <laughs> it was so good. And then I, <laughs> but I ate so much shrimp. But then I also ate. All that steak, and I can't yeah. even remember. The All shrimp, I remember was how here's good the, thing. the shrimp was. The shrimp, there They're was huge. evidence left. Right, right. Because that's have the true. There was no evidence left of how much steak he ate. Let me tell you, folks, <laughs> I have, I, I am not a small man, and I can eat. I have never, ever put in away what he put away. There was a pile of shells the size of a football, I think. It, it was ridiculous. I don't know where it all fit. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not the slimmest or the biggest guy either. But I don't, I don't know where it all went. Yeah. Well, it, it tasted great though. Yeah. I could tell he was having, he was enjoying it. Oh my god, it was great. I have a couple, I have a couple other. I didn't want to do fifty here, but I have. Well, I have. We haven't eaten at fifty either. I really liked the food, and this is a quick service one, which I don't usually do shout outs for. Is the Cajun food at Riverside? We are big Cajun food fans in our in our house. Uh, we've gone to New Orleans a couple times. We have family there, so we really got into eating Cajun food. And we went and got the uh, I can't remember if I got gumbo or jambalaya. It was going to be one or the other, whichever one was was the gluten free one. But we all got um, Cajun food, and that was excellent. So shout out there. And one of my favorite places to eat, and I'm I'm sure you're going to bring this one up later because I know you love this place too, is Beaches and Cream. I mean, I hadn't planned on bringing that up, but I love that place. Oh, it's 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 good. Beaches and Cream is a restaurant that's part of the Beach Club, which uh, Nick has stayed at before. But they have you can order something called the kitchen sink. That's disgusting. <laughs> Do you want to explain what the kitchen sink it's, is? It's literally a kitchen sink full of ice cream. It is disgusting. Did your kids order the kitchen sink? Absolutely not. Okay, yeah, I would my, not. My, mine didn't either. I would. I would probably say no. And that you can go ahead and leave messages on Instagram and Twitter about how I'm a bad father for not doing it. It is disgusting. <laughs> Do you think that the, much the amount of food in the kitchen sink is the same as the I amount of shrimp that I ate? Yes, but I also think <laughs> it's different because you ate them. It's wasteful. Yeah. No way. Oh yeah, no. Would one... you finish like me? I don't. It's melted it. halfway through. Yeah, it's. Oh, waste. I'm sure it's wasteful. Yeah, it's wa- It's 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 gorging just to gorge. Yeah. It's like I don't know. That's that. Nah. Well, no, but, the the last one I had to service is great there though. They are amazing. They're amazing for they service. Are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our, our server was fantastic, yeah. too. Um, the other one I'll give a shout-out to, and a lot of people hate this, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's something our family loves, and we, got, we had a great time because our kids were really young. We went to Chef Mickey's. Now, people hate the food at Chef Mickey's. It's very widely known that it's not great food for a huge price. But any character dining, in my opinion, is 
fantastic. Nick's done a lot of it. We have not. We some of the our favorite family pictures are from our experience at Chef Mickey's, uh, and we went for I think we did brunch. I think we did like ten thirty, eleven o'clock or something. But if you have younger kids, they will absolutely love it. Just yeah. know it's expensive. Know the food is not great, but the character interactions were so amazing. If this is a big if, mm-hmm. if you are not going into the parks and you are not going to do a character dining inside the parks, sure, do Chef Mickey's. Yeah, otherwise, that was us. Otherwise, Tusker House. Right. But, yeah, but that's or, an animal kingdom. Or, or Garden Grill. If it, if breakfast opens back up, that was amazing. Yeah, that wasn't like, open. Um, no. So, is it open <clears throat> for character dining now? Yeah, it's not, not for breakfast. Oh, okay. I believe. Because I think we tried to do that too. Didn't but we? The, they've they've reopened. Um, Tusker House is reopening breakfast uh, buffet, and buffet is coming back. And then the Tusker House uh, lunch buffet is coming. Back, so I'm curious how your two relates to my two. So my two is explore the resorts. Oh, okay. So like, for instance, I am currently planning to stay at Animal Kingdom next summer. Um. And. My biggest thing that I want to do when I get there is have a whole day where we just do the tours and stuff they offer at at Animal Kingdom. Not every resort has these tours that Animal Kingdom has. Right. There's animals. There's something to do. Well, and they have the largest, like one of the largest collections of African art outside of Africa. Right. I don't Um, don't think we need to tour the All-Stars. But that said, like every resort has something you can see. Touring the resorts exploring your resort that you're staying at seeing the activities there's always activities to do um so like last year i can't remember why we were back earlier um i think you guys were over at magic kingdom i i can't remember now doesn't matter um my kids wanted something to eat um i we all wanted something to eat but we all wanted something kind of different i wasn't really feeling captain cooks so i went upstairs to the uh to the lounge Tambu Lounge. I got a drink and I got some uh, the pot stickers there. Um, ate those. Came down. My kids had just gotten, believe it or not, because <laughs> Captain Cooks was so swamped. I sat at the bar at Tambu Lounge, had a drink, and had my pot stickers, and was able to then go downstairs as my kids were now just now getting the food. They got the quick service. Yeah. And then they sat down. They ate, and I sat with them. And then when they were done eating. My daughter finishes eating before everybody always. So she was done eating and they were doing like a dance dance revolution is the best way to describe what they were doing out on the the little lawn there over the green space yep. over by um, Captain Cook's where you can eat and go and do that. Go and dance there. And then later on, you've also got things to do like um, movies under the stars and they do the s'mores cooking and they do. Yep. There's so much to do at your resort. You can definitely do a resort-only stay and enjoy yourself because you don't – you're not restrict. – they're not checking your magic band. Before I give you this more, are you staying at Animal Kingdom? Well, I'll throw this in the air. It, they do this at most resorts. We stayed at the All-Stars yeah. oh, yeah. one year, and our kids just did roasting – we roasted marshmallows one night at the All-Stars. Yeah. So even if you're staying at a resort that's um, what, value. value, yeah. Would you? They still have these great events for yeah. kids there too. Yeah, exploring the resorts is a must do, and and part of that does come with food. I mean, I I agree that part of 
exploring the resorts is exploring the dining at those resorts. Definitely. However, there's so much you can do at your resort. Um, you know, just walking the grounds at Polynesian, there are some really cool spots that people don't even realize are there that are quiet. And you're, you sit down and you're like, I'm at Disney? There's literally like 40,000 people across that lake right there. And I right now feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So cool, cool stuff to do. Just exploring the resort. Well, and it, it perfectly leads to my number one, which I sort of alluded to a little bit earlier. My number one is visiting new resorts. Okay. That's my favorite thing to do while I'm there. And we always try to build in, how can we go and see? It's almost like a collection for me. Can I collect all the resorts? Mm -hmm. Have we been to all of them? Have I seen everything? I, I, I haven't been to everything yet. You know, uh, we, yeah, I mean, we tried always... to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge during uh, the pandemic, and we didn't have a reservation. That's why they turned us around. They said, you can't come in if you don't have a reservation. So Nick says that's not a thing anymore. That's great news. That means people can go in and explore and, and go around there. So a couple quick stories I have from things that we've done. I'll just add, your mileage may vary. because Sure. Because I have heard people getting turned away depending on... Certainly from Beach Club, like what we did, mm-hmm. Beach Club Boardwalk in the morning. Oh, right, Because right. people will use that as a hack to get in the back entrance. Sure. Um, but, like, anyway, go on. Um, when we stayed at Caribbean Beach, so the way that Caribbean Beach is located and on Walt Disney World property is it's kind of in the middle of a couple different resorts. And when they put in the Skyliner, it's, it's not really a hub of the Skyliner, but it's right in the middle. I'd call it a hub. I think, well, I guess it's a good way to say it because there are two places within that that actual resort where you can get onto it. So when we stayed there, we knew that we would have the opportunity to get on the Skyliner and go to a couple other places. So first one we did before we even get to the Skyliner is Caribbean Beach is located right next door to the Riviera. Right next door meaning it's a football field away. They are basically right next to it's each other. It's in the backyard. So it is. So it's if you're at one resort, you can easily walk over to the other. So we walked over and we looked around Riviera. It's not my favorite, but it was interesting yeah. just to see the new resort. I don't want a single Riviera fan to ever say anything about, oh, it's the Holiday Inn. <laughs> it's just because let me tell you, the Riviera is a Marriott. I yeah. hate the Riviera. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So <laughs> we visited that one. Then we got on the Skyliner. And um, should I say I went south, or is that going to make you upset? <laughs> so then we traveled We traveled to Art of Animation and Pop Century, and the cool. Skyliner will take you right between the two. We looked at both. We had a meal. I think we ate quick service at Art of Animation. I, and we went there because, speaking of things to do with the resort, um, we're a, a very much an art family, and they do uh, – you can actually draw with an animator. We got there that day, and they had to cancel because the animator wasn't available or something. We really bummed. We really wanted to do that. We didn't get that opportunity, but it is still an opportunity. It is it is what it is. We uh, had a meal there, and then we took the Skyliner back. And the other one that's really easy to get to from hopping on the Skyliner is back over to where Nick stayed over. You can go to Beach Club. You can go to Yacht Club. You can go to uh, the Boardwalk. And the list goes on. Swan and Dolphin. Oh, and, or just, you know, over to Epcot. But Jelly obviously Rolls. Yeah. And we I think we got ice cream over there one night. Not, not at Beaches and Cream. This was a different trip. We went to the ice cream place that since went out of business. I forgot what it was called. They had the cow on the front. Do you mm-hmm. remember what it was called? I don't. It recently went out, recently went out of business. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Only other one I'll mention here is if you stay at the All Stars, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they're all connected. So we did an exploration and we visited every single part of all the All Stars. We wanted to see all the giant uh, sculptures that they had. You know, hundred and one Dalmatians, the giant guitar. All that stuff. So we, if you're lucky, there'll be a cheerleading competition there at the same time. Yeah. So you'd be flooded with. Th- that's true. Oh that's, my god! They and that's kind of a bad thing about those particular resorts yeah. is uh, they have ESPN's wide wide world of sports down in Orlando, and they'll bring in uh, teams and they do different cheer competitions or basketball tournaments. It's actually during the baseball. pandemic where when the I end- coached baseball, that was one of the things we used to get ads for all the time. I was uh, like, interesting. I'm not bringing my kids to Florida to Disney to go do this. Um, fun fact: If you're not really huge sports fans, the when the NBA decided to do this thing called the NBA Bubble during COVID, they kept all the NBA players on Disney property and they played all their games. They did in... not stay at the All Stars. No, they didn't. <laughs> they stayed at well I know Grand one Floridian. One was Coronado Springs because that's where the Celtics played and we're Celtics fans. So we wanted to stay there. True story. Um, so <laughs> we go to the pool and, and my son goes, this is where Jason Tatum shot those videos that he, he put online. <laughs> uh, anyway, I won't get too in the weeds on that one, but, um, yeah, my number one is just basically very similar to what Nick had. We love going around and visiting the other resorts Yeah, resort and, hop. and if we love something like, and this is what happened with Polynesian brought my wife to the Polynesian. She says, this is incredible. We have to stay here next trip. We sure did. Yeah. So what do you have for your number one? My number one is um, the pools on property. Now, I'm not a there swimmer. There you go. I'm not either, but. I, but it's surface of the sun hot. Yeah. And so getting in the pool and cooling off is is worthwhile. I'll go down the slides with my son a couple of times, and yep. I'm just like. I did too. All right, enough's enough. But the pool experience itself is just so, um, there's. So you can't obviously sit on the beaches at, I mean, you can sit on the beaches, but you can't go in the water at, I mean, you, you're not you, supposed you, to, you shouldn't, yeah. it's not safe. Yeah. Um, so like, it kind of gives you that experience of like, all right, we're, ne- we're going to just sit by the, by the water. We're going to, you know, if you want a suntan, if that's, if that's your thing, if you just want to read, there's places where, you know, you're in the shade, you can sit there and read. Kids can do their thing. There's food places right there at pretty much every pool. Yeah. Um, there's pool bars. Um, but I would be absolutely and totally remiss if I did not mention that my my number one, if you asked me to give you a very specific number one thing you've ever done that didn't involve a park, it would involve a pool. And it costs money, but oh my gosh, it's so worth it. We got a cabana at oh, Beach yeah. Club. Yeah, this is a good story. Private, uh, private cabana, not a banana. A private cabana. <laughs> um, this is a kid show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so a private cabana at the beach club where you are right near the the side or the part of the pool where like the the beach is, right? The, the, the zero entry beach area. Kids can play. They can build sand castles. They can do all that. You have a private waiter or waitress so a cast member comes around asks you for your order there is another cast member there whose job it is is just to make sure you have your towels or make sure that you have because with the cabana comes like water and uh, soft drinks some soft drinks and some water and then like a a 
fruit platter and then like a small like charcuterie type cheese and crackers kind of deal. Can you bring in your own drinks? You most definitely can. Um, and I just personally, because I know those people are working mostly on tips because Disney's not notorious for paying wait staff or paying anybody really that well. So I, what drinks I brought, I brought half as many drinks as I planned to have. And then I'd have one of mine and I'd order one of theirs. And then what I figured, what I decided I would have tipped for the number of drinks I had, had I bought them all from them, that's what I tipped. So I gave like a pretty good sizable tip. Um, probably would have been like 30% of what my bill was because of, but I was figuring, okay, if I had bought all of those, if I had bought those four or those three beers or whatever from them, it would have cost this. So whatever. So here's here's a follow-up question for you. I know just because you told me this story that you had to book it in advance. So people listening, you don't just show up and get this. Did did you do that through my Disney experience? No. So how did you do that? It was a phone call um, at 60 days. Um, it's just like dining. So it's basically like a dining window. You call and then we got the last on the 60 day mark. We got the last one available. There's only four available at, at beach club. There's a few other resorts that do them. They all do them differently. So check, you know, like I said, your mileage may vary. Um, that's my number one ever thing I've ever done. That's Mm. not park related. Um, that said the pools in general are a great way to unwind. Um, that particular pool is ridiculous. It might as well be a water park. Um, I will say, have your kids take their, um, magic bands off. Uh, we are used to just swimming with our magic bands, which oh, is fine. Yeah. If you don't have a sand bottom, oh, my daughter's your poor daughter, my daughter's fell off and good luck finding it. And it fell off while I was carrying her through there. There's like a spot where it's like five and a half feet, six foot deep. And it fell off there. And I said something to the lifeguard. He's like, yeah, you're not getting that. So, cause it's a sandy bottom, right? Yeah. Uh, but I will say the cast members were awesome. They were great. They always are, but they were really good with her and you know, they gave her a new magic band and, um, so they were great, but I would say that, you know, we've talked a lot about the pools obviously, but I think a pool day, the number one thing on my list and the reason, because I don't like pools, right? I'm not a swimmer. I'm not a guy who's going to go, likes to be swimming in the pools and I'm not a water guy. Yeah. Me neither. That said, because of the experience I had at the cabana that didn't involve being in the pools that much. I mean, I was in the pool, but I was also just sitting in the cabana listening to the music. Um, cause we, you have your own personal speaker too, and you have TVs in there, you have a fan, you have a refrigerator. Um, because of that, I put the pools all the way to the top cause it was that Great. good of an experience. It was that good of an experience. And anybody, if you have a little bit of extra money and you want to splurge on something, I know it's Disney, right? But for the, you know, if you're taking a day off of the parks and you don't want to spend the money on the tickets, it's less than the cost of a family to go go to the parks. That's for sure. I forget exactly how much it was, it, and it changes depending on the season. So, but yeah, that's, um, uh, I have a couple honorable mentions I wanted to shout out. Go here, ahead. Now that we're um, we're past our number one. Okay. Uh, one thing I loved, and I knew this existed, but this is one of my favorite things that my um, my mom and my sister uh, got to do when they were there, and then we got to enjoy this too. Is the fireworks at the Polynesian or really any of the the Magic Kingdom Loop hotels being able to see the fireworks. Uh that's that's a great non park thing, which is still kind of a park thing, but did you get to see the magical or the sorry, the water per, water pageant? No. I don't you know didn't how watch it. I don't know how I missed it. 
I don't know how we missed it. I know how because you guys stayed in the parks until park closed every night. Oh, yeah, we do. We party hard. So, like, <laughs> we, we were back, like, watching. Like, we would go back and we'd watch the water pageant. Yeah. but I saw it once when I was real little, but yeah. not with all of us. Yeah. Another honorable mention, uh, one of my favorite things that's non-park to do is take a nap. Because like, we go hard. When we go to the parks, it is, it. a lot of times, it's open to close. So I, I can benefit from a nap from time to time. So uh, I know it's not really park-related, and you can take a nap anywhere. Uh, you know, whether you're in the Carousel of Progress taking a nap or you, <laughs> or back in your hotel room. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention for me is taking a nap. Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, not really. I think I've discussed most of them, and if they... If there were honorable mentions on mine, they probably showed up on yours anyway. Um, I just think that you can really, you really can enjoy yourself at the at the parks. I have some things that I would earn while well, without going to the parks. I have some things that I don't want to even put as honorable mentions just because I've never done them, but are things I'd like to do. You know, like the Surrey bikes over at the boardwalk. Oh yeah, um, or riding you know, a horse at you know. Yeah, I mean, I, that doesn't interest me necessarily, but it's something you can do. Well, I mean, um, it's not like at the top of my list, but it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that, right. you know? You know, like there's there's a lot of things that I haven't done yet that I would like to do that are non-park things. I am convinced that within the next decade, um, there's going to be a time that my wife and I go and don't do anything in the parks. Yeah. I'm convinced that that'll happen. Huh? And, you know, it, you know, we have... Some friends who live down in that area, I could see us going down and be like, hey, we're going to come visit you, and we're going to spend our time. We're going to stay over on property, but we're going to come see you. Cool. Because, um, you know, with the points we have, I mean, it, it's worthwhile to do that. So, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. And tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.